This is Chris Benincasa for the Jersey Arts Podcast. The Hudson Theatre Works Virtual Festival kicked off earlier this month, and so far, there's no end in sight. Founded in 2012, Hudson Theatre Works is a Weehawken-based, nonprofit professional equity theatre committed to nurturing new voices and work that is thought-provoking, challenging, and entertaining. Their virtual festival is currently presenting readings of new short plays by contemporary playwrights, giving them and the actors involved an opportunity to share their work during the COVID-19 pandemic. We recently spoke with Artistic Director Frank Licato, Associate Artistic Director Adrian Wattenmaker, and Hudson Theatre Works resident playwright Joanne Hirsch about finding a way to keep theatre alive while we're all being kept apart by the coronavirus. So can we just start with introductions from the Hudson Theatre Works team? My name is Frank Licato. Um, I am Artistic Director of Hudson Theatre Works. Uh, we're a professional equity company, a member of the New Jersey Theatre Alliance, and um, we started this company about seven years ago now. And um, we uh, have been uh, very lucky to be producing uh, plays this whole time in Weehawken, New Jersey. Uh, hi, I'm Adrian Wattenmaker, I'm Associate Artistic Director of Hudson Theatre Works. And um, we started producing this uh, virtual festival, I guess about uh, in May, I believe is when we started um, as a way to uh, continue working um, while uh, this whole thing is going on. Um, I also teach at Lafayette College and um, work, as a, work as a director. Hi, I'm uh, Joanne Hirsch and I'm their resident playwright at Hudson Theater Works. Um, I also have acted in a, in a couple of, of productions we've had. And uh, just as the pandemic hit, we were about to start casting for a play I wrote. Uh, and uh, this virtual you know, festival has been just a great um, way to keep going uh, during the pandemic. And I've really enjoyed listening to all the, all the contributions. They've been great. Well, Frank, let me start by asking you uh, in particular to, to sort of lay out for us how Hudson Theater Works has been impacted by the pandemic and what the organization's response has been starting way back in March when the pandemic first hit in this part of the world, uh, right up to now when you're in the, we're in the middle of this virtual festival. Adrian and I started talking and we realized that maybe the best way to do this kind of thing is to do something where we allow the artists, they submit material. If we approve of it, we give them a, a, a certain amount of creative leeway to produce these short pieces, which um, are new plays, which will uh, allow the actor, as well as the playwright, to have a certain amount of creativity in this time period. And I have to say, I've been remarkably pleased by the response to it. It's uh, starting to think this is all we should do, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're trying to present high quality work. Uh, you know, the, the nuts and bolts of it is that uh, people will submit um, mainly playwrights, although actors have, have since started to write some of their own materials. Um, but they'll submit it to Adrian and I and we'll both uh, talk about the material and talk about what might need to be changed or not changed or whatever. Um, and then we send it back to the, the 
the person who submitted it. And sometimes we'll hook up a playwright with an actor or we'll let the actor find the playwright on their own. And then uh, Adrian, most of the pieces go to Adrian. And Adrian, you could take it over from here. How will you put that up there, where we go from there? Yeah, um, once the, once the um, performer um, does the piece, I mean, we ask them in doing so, once they have the material, we ask them to memorize it, rehearse it, and to think about the environment that they're doing it in and how it's related to the piece, if that's possible. And then, you know, we, we, we've showed some examples that, that we have in some of the older pieces of like setting up the camera uh, or the phone usually. Um, but there are some pieces that work well, you know, they, the shooting of it all kind of depends on the relationship to the material. And then once they finish it, they send it to Frank and myself. Um, usually from then uh, I'll add um, the title card or something like that. And the, and, the, and the credits, but there are a few occasions where we've 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 kind of talked with the performer and they've submitted several different versions of it, you know, and we'll take the best take or um, if they've cut it together, then I just um, I put it into iMovie and I I put on the title card and the credits, and then we um, every Wednesday uh, at six o'clock we uh, upload a new piece um, on our YouTube page. Um, and the following day, we put it up onto Instagram. So, Joanne, you have two pieces featured in the festival, Tiny Motes of Light and Charlton's Lament. Let's talk about those. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, both of those pieces are from a musical I'm working on with my friend Don Stark. I'm doing the book and the lyrics, and uh, and he's he's composed the music. And um, it was great. You know, it's still on the page. It's not the the musical isn't finished, so it was great to see it come alive in these two songs. And it, it it's helping me to actually look at the musical with some new eyes after seeing it interpreted for the first time. Yeah, that's a, a, such an interesting uh, developmental process, you know, given yeah. everything that's going on. It was, yeah, I didn't expect it this early in the in the process. So we're, we're more than halfway through the festival at this point. It started August 4th and is ending next Tuesday, the 25th. Well, um, actually, you know, actually, to be honest with you, this, it's going so well, we're just going to keep doing it. Oh, you're just going to keep going? <laughs> we're just going to yeah. keep going. Yeah. <laughs> we, it, 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 you know, like I said, I, I, I started reaching out to people I normally might not. I've had some relationship with or I've directed their plays or whatever. And, and um so we've, we've decided to keep going because we're getting now, we're starting to get more material. At first we were worried, well, are we going to have enough material? But um, we, we have more than enough. And uh, so we're going to keep going. Okay. So my question was, being in the middle of the festival or at whatever point in the festival you are right now, how does it feel? How does it feel to be doing this festival during such a stressful, scary time? It's it's very exciting. I I have to say I, I you know you you you're you're in the middle of this existential crisis and some idea comes to you and you think well okay so I have to do something I, I feel like I need to do something and also just in practical terms you want Hudson Theatre Works as an entity to be um, alive and and. Uh, um, part of people's lives since you can't have them come into your space. So um, the fact that this has become as popular as it has and as interesting as it has 
um, I take great pride in, in this and, and with everybody who's been involved in it. And it's exciting to see the interplay. That may be the most exciting thing for me. If you go through all the videos and the ones that are coming up, that the how people are responding to this particular moment in history. And you can see that in each of these videos and how people approach them, the, the, the personal points of view that each actor and playwright has um, in this pandemic. And, and the fact that, like I said, we didn't, originally we didn't want to do anything particularly political or comment on the current situation. Um, to see how people, I, I feel like what you're getting with the virtual festival is a glimpse into people's response to how they are dealing with what's going on in this very moment. And uh, I think in that way, it's a snapshot of, of with great clarity in a way of, of um, how humans uh, keep going, uh, how, how, they, how they find a way to to express themselves. And I think one of the reasons we're going to keep going is not just because we have the material, but I do think if, you know, people look back on these videos, they'll see something very special and very particular about a time and place um, that where people were uh, struggling. And, and I think in this case, succeeding in, in express, finding a way to express themselves uh, in all manner of ways. And, um, it's kind of, it's, to me, it's been, it's been very moving, the whole, the whole, the way it's turned out and what it's become. And Adrian, I'll toss this one to you. What's the general reaction been from your audience so far? I think we've had a great, I mean, I was actually just thinking of that while, while Frank was talking is that we've managed to go beyond our, our usual audience. I mean, this has opened it up, um, anywhere, you know, um, we've had people, uh, who've been watching, but also we've we've managed to have people that uh are all over the country participate in the sense that we have company members that have over the years you know is in flux and people moved to california people moved to chicago mm-hmm. and we've been able to to reach out to those people and have them participate whether it's writing whether it's performing and um it's just that uh, the audience has gone uh beyond the borders so to speak and and it's really kind of um upped our uh attendance and audience, you know, virtually, so to speak, but um, it's been, it's been a wonderful response. And, and uh, I, I, I'm just, I uh, teach at a, a college and um, the department wants to do uh, a similar time project with the, with the students this, this, this semester. So it's, it's, it's uh, touching people all over the place. And, uh, and Frank, I, I want to talk a little bit about the fundraising aspect of the festival. Um, you're not just raising money for Hudson Theater Works, you're also raising money for a community of organizations. Could we sort of just briefly like, get an overview of that and how that works? Yes. Um, we actually, we started out with the idea that we wouldn't be raising money uh, for Hudson Theater Works this way. We started out thinking that we would mainly uh, be raising money for um, organizations, you know, that that we were inspired because of the Black Lives Matter movement, um, uh, the NAACP, the, the the Black Visions Collective, the Bail Project, Reclaim the Block, um, Bailout Funds, Links, uh, Justice for Breonna Taylor, um, and the EMS and workers, frankly, the EMS workers right here in Hobo, uh, Weehawken. We we uh, wanted to include some local organizations as well, and um, and uh, you know Hudson Theater Works, since um, uh, 
you know, where where ourselves are in a in a pickle. So <laughs> <laughs> I've never used that word before. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, um, so uh, you know, it's it's. Uh, all it, we were inspired by what was going on with Black Lives Matter, and and uh, felt that this would be a good way to raise money for um, you know uh, frontline workers as well. Uh, and um, so you know if if we can raise some money for ourselves and for these organizations that we're trying to help, um, there's nothing but good comes from this. And um, that also is a is a very uh, you know it's a very satisfying uh, feeling. That was Frank Licato, Adrian Wattenmaker, and Joanne Hirsch of Hudson Theatre Works. To learn more about the Hudson Theatre Works virtual festival, visit hudsontheaterworks.com. And to learn more about the arts in New Jersey, go to jerseyarts.com. I'm Chris Benincasa. Thanks for listening. The Jersey Arts Podcast is made possible by the New Jersey State Council on the Arts, supporting excellence and engagement in the arts since 1966.